I'm feeling it. Are you orchestrating the moment? I'm feeling it. And, <laughs> and go. Wait, is your count the same? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you remember a little bit of choir. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got in. I just know it's like up, down, left, right. And no, it's a triangle. It's oh, a, that wasn't up, what I was taught. Down, out, yeah. Yeah. up, down, oh. out. I, uh, up, down, out. My choir up. director in high school. I um, went to Granberry. So I went that to, says a lot. I went to Martin. I went to Granberry. I went to Granberry. I went to Mansfield. I went to Martin in Arlington. They and, added and a whole Randy other number Jordan, in there. Randy Jordan was very animated when he conducted. And I remember after UIL one year, um, <clears throat> we, we had won. We had gotten our, I guess, ones, right? Like, yeah, you got yeah. ones. You get ones. You get ones. And we were very excited. Ones across the board. We were very excited. <laughs> very important. We were, we were on the bus and... And all of us were like so excited. And I was like, but did you see Mr. Jordan? Mr. Jordan was, I mean, his whole body was in it. And I got up and in the aisle, I started conducting, doing the thing, <laughs> but like moving my hips as well, because um, I'm Latino and gay. The, the hips, and <laughs> I'm Latino and I am gay. So the hips came naturally to me and I was doing it. Everyone was laughing and then everyone went. <gasps> did you walk on the bus? I turned around and he literally was at the front of the bus, like with the tuxedo on and everything. His like arms like on the first. Oh, like, I can picture what he looks and he like. Just, and he's this tall ass man and he just looks at me and he, I literally like turn around. I'm like, <laughs> and he go he puts, he has this huge smile on his face and he goes, sit down. <laughs> Um, my experience from UIL uh, choir was that it was the first time that I got um, sent to the principal's office. Oh, really? Um, because we were all playing Truth or Dare on the bus. Oh, yes. I knew you were that girl. You were that girl. No, I wasn't, though. <laughs> I wasn't, though. The worst thing I did is I kissed a guy on the cheek and I like got called in the principal's office because they were like, Robin's not going to lie. And I was like, you're damn right. I'm not going to lie. I'm terrified. <laughs> I was like, have you met my parents? They're First, terrifying. The only time I ever went to the principal's office was the third grade teacher. When I still lived in small town, Kansas, she hated me. She's going to hold me back a second year. Well, what? not second. She didn't, I never got hold back. Wait, in I, what grade? I had her second grade and then I had the same teacher in third grade. She hated me both years and was going to hold me back. What teacher hates someone in third grade? A woman named Schrader. Her name is Miss Schrader. Also, no shade. You know that there are a hell ass number of principals at elementary schools that hate children. That's true. <laughs> but it just like, why would you be like, be like, I want to be a teacher and be like, I hate that kid. She was going to hold me back. And then the next year I went to the city school and the city school was like, you're actually GT. And all of a sudden I went to like the smart kid meets with the hey. other and like the kids from the small town were like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, turns out I'm smart, man. Just okay. like you. Literally that, I, this sounds weird, but it's true. Same thing as when it. I was in first grade and they wanted to send me to third grade oh. because I was like so advanced with at least reading. Yeah. And they were like, let's just move her up. And then I didn't want to leave my friends. That's fair. That's, so. Yeah. No, in third grade, I was in the lunchroom and uh, we were all learning how to pop our knuckles. And I pumped, popped my well. middle finger and my teacher saw me and she, no questions asked, said, Tyler, go to the principal's office. And I went to the principal's office and cried my heart out because I was like, my life is over. Okay. Wait, did y'all have safety patrol? Mm, or was no. this was this a Fort Worth thing? It sounds like a Fort. What's safety patrol? Um, so I went to Monning. Yeah, and is it um, Monning or Monig? Okay, so I always growing up thought it was Monning. I, I feel like they Monig. changed it. Yeah, mm. <laughs> is this like that Mandela effect? Like I everyone so, you grew up with is like, like it's Monning, and they're like it's Monning. <laughs> I know, and I was like, I it just I need to find my old yearbook. You do mm -hmm. because yeah, mm -hmm. I don't feel like that was it. 
But um, we had safety patrol. And so you like got voted to be on safety patrol if you were like a really good student. And you got to wear this like safety Safety sash. sash. (laughs) Literally a safety sash. And then you were the ones that like helped kids cross the road. This is in third grade. Uh So in third grade, I'm in charge of helping people cross the street. This is like a very logical thing that apparently is done. And they wonder why we grew up to be adults. Yeah. And then also you would um, have to like raise and lower the flag every day and you'd like fold it and then you'd like take it inside did you do that too i did that yes and i remember that it was um the fires of hell would uh engulf you if you dropped the flag on the floor absolutely on the ground yes because how dare you do that to america dare you Welcome to Corks and Cowtown, where life happens one sip at a time. With Fort Worth on our mind and a drink in our hand. Connecting our city through drinks, laughs, and real life convos. And now, your host, your favorite champagne aunt, Robin. Um, hi y'all. Welcome back to Corks and Cowtown. <laughs> Hello. Cheers. No, not cheers. It's the beginning. So for <laughs> no, those of you cheers. just joining us. So we have been talking the about. Mambo taxis. Yeah. The Mambo have taxis hit. have hit. We're on round two of cheers. the Mambo. Cheers. Cheers. Clank, 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 clank. clank. Um, also, wait, can I do something real quick? Go for it. Corks in Cowtown. Corks in Cowtown. Corks in Cowtown. Just setting Paul up <laughs> for sound effects. I I just wanted to do that. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> you got three in. That's perfect. Oh, just wait. Oh. Just wait. Okay, so. Let's do it. Anyone that listened to the previous episode kind of knows what's happening on this one. Yes. Yes. This is a continuation. Of Mambo Taxi. Of the Mambo Taxi <laughs> experience. Too. And y'all be thankful. Like, we do have food in front of us, but we're trying really hard not to eat anything, even though it's probably necessary. Because I know that some of y'all listening have misophonia, and I'm holding out That's for y'all. Me. I'm looking out for y'all. Yeah. Right. Right. It's yeah the and we also all decided we all hate ASMR. Right. Well, can, right. can PSA real quick. PSA. If somebody in your family, when you are crunching or whatever, asks you to chew quieter or close your lips, do, do it. it. Because you know what's happening inside their brain? They're mm-hmm. choosing to either fight or flight. They mm-hmm. either need to mm-hmm. leave your presence or stop that noise with no, like, like level short of killing you. Right. The show Snapped makes more and more sense. Absolutely. Whenever someone chews with their mouth open to me. Yeah. yeah. I had like a, the term I, going postal, I'm like, I, I get it. I had an ex-roommate who could not chew with his mouth shut. And his no, favorite snap don't was... don't say couldn't. Uh, no, I'm saying he couldn't because I had multiple conversations with him and he couldn't manage it. His favorite snack just was chose tortilla not to chips. Like so oh, I no. would be three, four shows in binging, binging away on some Netflix show and he would just waltz in with his tortilla chips and I would just oh, have to turn off the TV and liter- leave the room. because He's like, where are you going? I'm I like, can literally I picture the cannot, sound. I can't do it. Here. No, do it? no. <laughs> we don't need live sound effects on this we're, episode. We're in Cowtown. <laughs> Um, One more time, Roger. Corks in Cowtown. Oh, my God. In case y'all forgot who you were listening to. Just in case. Okay. But, um, yeah, so Mambo Taxis are delicious. Mambo Mambo, are delicious. Um, Mika, Sina, if you would like to sponsor um, Absolutely. some episodes, that would be highly Absolutely. appropriate. Yeah. Just, just like a cocktail party, it really gets into swing 
the hour in when the alcohol really starts hitting. Yeah. Yes. This is correct. Yeah. Yeah. This is correct. This is why I feel like three is like. Oh, two. No, two. The two is going to definitely be hitting. Two, you can still get home. Two, two, three. Three, Three. you should have just taken How many licks does it take? A one, One, a two, two, three. three. I loved that commercial as a child. (laughs) Quite honestly, it is the entire way that I approach. Honestly, if anyone couldn't. (laughs) We are. Devolving so quickly. No, Robin, this is your podcast. Get us yes. back on track. Yeah, come on. Moderate, moderate. Hold on, I have to take a sip. <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, so this episode is going to yes. be basically about some people's favorite thing and others maybe not so much. But we're just going to, I feel like we should just bash men for a little while. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. a great pastime. <laughs> yeah, so, so and we can do um, it. I feel like maybe if y'all will come from an expertise of throwing shade and then I will just maybe read off some of the insults I've saved in my notes app. (laughs) Cause that is a real life thing that that is in my phone. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like some. T- I feel like, should we like present a scenario and then just well, like, and so that's the kind of thing where it's just like throwing, I, I want to be careful that I'm not, and, and not to get too serious, uh, that we're not like co-opting a thing that is, that is something that derives from, um, queer people of color. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's give a little context. Paris is burning. We discussed mm-hmm. documentary. Um, and what, what I don't know is the queen's name dorian dorian Corey. okay who said that shade comes from reading mm-hmm. and okay. reading comes in which first. we discussed last time yes right. and reading is the art of the insult mm-hmm. where you are telling someone about themselves telling the truth about them see and i think dragging yes. the hell out of them and i think that that's way more entertaining than just my oh, notes app absolutely. But yeah I think it's one of those things. Do you feel like shade is something that can only be like thrown to someone, you know, or do you feel like it's acceptable for anyone in a scenario? (laughs) I have thrown so much shade at people. I don't know that they didn't pick up on Mm -hmm. that. Only the person I was with picked up or I threw shade for my own personal enjoyment. Right. And I, I think from, I guess for me, my, my understanding of shade is if, if reading is the art of the insult mm-hmm. shades the insult yeah shade is the insult reading is like the elevated mm-hmm. and i mean here's the thing is just to be clear like all of us in this room do love men oh no yeah but here's yeah. the disclaimer. same time yeah we, so disclaimer this is not an all men situation right. we all so have- don't Come to my right. DMs and bitch me out for something because you can't take a joke. No. Yes. Right. Because I will put you on blast and right. make fun of you. Right. I would I say. Don't, I don't know how, how my shade throwing and my jokes are going to be on the spot. but uh, I know that there are a few shady comments that I'm trying to work on. Period. Should, like, for sh- instance. Yeah. Um, I. It's again. It, it's, it's a tone thing because mm-hmm. I really love to call things cute. It is a response I have to a lot of things. Sometimes I'm like, oh, that's cute. You know, like, oh, whatever. But it can be so shady. Oh, I believe that. If it's like someone shows up with something that they've worked for. Let's say you got this fabulous outfit. 
and great jewelry and your hair is just done right and you show up and I'm like, oh, you look cute. So it's like a mm, bless your heart. It's the tone. Uh, yeah. But other times I'm like, oh, cute. Like he's like, oh, uh, hey, I'm showing up with Mambo Taxis. I'm like, cute. I'm into it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Okay. Do you, can I tell you my word? Go. Go for it. That yeah. I despise, mm-hmm. but it can be used in a scenario like that. Yes. Neat. <laughs> Neat. Neat. Just be like, oh, that's neat. That's neat. Yeah. <laughs> Mine is a. Uh, How it's so condescending. Right. I hate that word more than anything. That and the M word. But. Right. Mine um, the M word. You know the M word. And it, it, Murder? It, no, it ends with a. St- Musty? That's a Y. Wait, it's is. Mister. Uh, moisturizer. Moisturizer. Mo- got it. Yeah. Heard. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. My my word is. Uh, oh. That's nice. That's nice. <laughs> I like how we all have like very, we're just like cute, But Rogers is a tone cute, too. nice and neat. Because when he does the like little under breath, he's like, that's nice. Like that's when he's just like, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'm trying to filter out of my vocabulary is uh, I'm a bit of a forgetful bitch. And so sometimes I don't remember the details. And so I'll be like, oh, how's old girl? You know, like, oh, oh you know, whatever. I yeah. say that a lot. Old boy and uh, old girl. But now girl. we're trying to do old person because we're trying to get out of the binary. Uh, but the other one is I have a really bad habit of saying Lil. Like, oh, and Henry. Shout out to Henry and Tony. We love them. We love them. Yes. Yes. But wait, Lil. On the same page. Lil, because it'll be like, I remember one time I was with Henry and I was like, oh, how's his little job doing? He's like, <laughs> you mean his career? And I'm like, well, yeah, that. And he's like. Girl, that sounds so condescending. I'm like, I know. I just couldn't remember what he does. I'm just like, how's his little job? How do you? How do you? That yeah. is, I like how it's all just like it's little short terms. Oh yeah, but it can be the, so um, shady because it's condescending. It's demeaning. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's where it's like that's the difference between I feel like shade and a read. If you're throwing shade, you can you're right. probably being shitty. You're probably being catty. Right. But if it's a read. It's like, well, do you feel like a shade is like something that like some people won't pick up on, but a read everyone in the room is going to be like, oh, fuck. Um, mm. No, because you can no? read somebody and they cannot know what you're talking right, about. Right. Ah, right. Okay. My, my little phrase that sometimes that when I'm when I feel I'm being shady, I always tack on. I mean that lovingly, of course. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> that is a good one. Like. Like, no, like, look, the bitch is crazy. She's constant. I mean, you know, she's so needy. But I'm, I mean that lovingly, of course. Like, you know, like, it's the, uh, it's like, look, it's like, no offense. Mm-hmm. I think that's why I just come to people and I'm like, do you want me to be honest or no? See, that's why you ask for permission. Yeah. Nowadays. Does he also, sh- do you ask for permission? Because I feel like sometimes you should just ask for forgiveness if it's even necessary afterwards. It depends on your relationship with the person because you can read your friends lovingly. I think my friends and I read each other a lot. Yes. I mean, you and I don't read each other a lot. Like, no, we read ourselves. We read ourselves, (laughs) I think. And then and then we offer support. Yeah. Um, We're like, yeah, I know, friend. (laughs) I I feel like I feel like my 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 the house of Hoda. Yes. my, My friends. I feel like we we tend to read each other a lot. But at that point, at this point, we've known each other for 10 some years and uh, they're they're 
Yeah, time uh, th- does that, make a difference. But they're also a little of, bit. They're yeah. also like brothers for me. So yeah. like, you know, in, in that way that like siblings kind of rib each other, that's kind of that's kind of what I we think do. the issue with like giving insults and like throwing shade though is that a lot of it does come off like the top of your head in the moment. Mm-hmm. And that's the only issue. Right. Because like it, sometimes you want to be like, I've got a really good mm-hmm. like do you ever have like fights with yourself <laughs> yeah, in the shower? Because you're like, do I choose violence or not? Mm-hmm. you're like, am I going to, cause again, I don't want to read somebody if I feel like they don't deserve it. I mean, I right. get that, but I'm also not trying I'm to kind be a bully. Of... I'm not trying to pick on anybody. Well, but... it's, like, it's like people that go to Coachella. Like I just hate them. And honestly, <laughs> it has nothing to do with the fact that they're going to, I've never been to Coachella, so I don't know, but I mean, just, it's the principle of the thing. But what is it that you hate about it? Is it the fact that they're getting to go or just that like they go and they're just like super annoying about it? Oh, I don't know. That was just the joke. Oh, okay. I was like, wait, you really no, like, but, but there, I, I mean, I, the, the entire like Coachella thing, people is, that make like Coachella their life, they're like, oh, I've got to go to Coachella. Well, and, and it all comes out of that kind of Instagram culture, like, yes. right. That social media influencer culture. The that's, worst. that's for me where that joke. Comes wait, from. did y'all so, not see the whole like Revolve Festival issues? No. So like Revolve, Revolve Festival, Festival was, was it like during, a fire festival per So basically that's what uh, a lot of people were saying. So basically, I mean, not to the extent but like, so I guess Revolve Festival was happening right before Coachella. Like they had it the same weekend of the first weekend, at least. Okay. And so people were going to Revolve Festival and then heading over to Coachella. So it's like all in the same area. But people were, they made everyone go to basically like a location to get picked up and be shuttled there. And so oh. it's in California, obviously, and it's hot right now. Yeah, I mean, right. Obviously, it's not Texas hot, I mean, but it's still. No, it's, I mean, but California is yeah, basically very on fire. toasty. Yeah. And so people were going and getting in these like lines and having to wait two plus hours. Oh, no, no ma'am. water, no, ma'am. no nothing before getting on. They only had two buses operating, what? taking people to these festivals. Come on. But also like I, the idea of these festivals. Is is one sure great. Like at the, at the at the bare essential, you're going to listen to music. Great. But the this kind of and it's capitalistic as well, like Uber sponsored, Uber oh, kind yeah. of exclusivity, like um seen and be seen things about some of these festivals. Uh, it's just kind of nauseating to me. So no, I completely agree with you. So the whole thing with like Revolve Festival is that they were saying that they obviously have their certain influencers that they invite to say, come for free, like bring a friend. You get like a $2,000 clothing credit, you know, like whatever else. $2,000 at Revolve. I don't want a clothing credit. Okay, no, but like so Revolve clothing is like a clothing brand for like females. I don't know if they have men's actually, but so basically like you get one item like is a hundred bucks. So you're really not getting that much. So it's like the Supreme for girls. Yeah, so like you're not getting that much also. But the biggest thing is that like, so they're offering, you know, all this stuff to these like top influencers. Well, then they send out all this stuff to these other influencers and they're like, you can come, but you have to pay $2,000. And so I'm like, but here's the thing. People did it. Because like, that's the thing is they're just like, money operates differently in California. Oh, but no, people were flying in from all over to go do this. Can you imagine? Could you imagine? All of these festivals at the height of, and, and you you asked us to watch this, the height of like the Abercrombie phase. Like, no. I. That's literally like what, it's the wildest thing because it like possesses people. Absolutely. 
And so that's the thing that like blows my mind. And we will get into Abercrombie yeah. because so I like wanted y'all to watch the Abercrombie doc. I think what was it called? White. White hot. White hot. I was going to say white heat, which is what I call my vehicle. Um, <laughs> I used to, throw, I used to yeah. throw a lesbian dance party called winter heat. Ooh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love this. Yeah, that's actually one of my favorite events. <laughs> but yeah, well, maybe. OK, so let's get back into the Revolve Festival and stuff when we right. talk about Abercrombie. Then. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. let's get back in. How about I read some of my let's insults? Some of the insults. Let's do it. Let's do it. And then you can maybe give me like your version of what you would say. Okay. okay. Or like something off the top. All right. Pressure. Okay. We got this. We got this. You've got this. We got this. Okay. And so this is just, there's this guy on TikTok who is phenomenal and his name is like Kyle Prue. So if anyone wants to follow him on, in, on in talk TikTok, <laughs> The Mambo taxis are here. <laughs> um, anyways, but he is phenomenal and he does basically like the best ways to like insult men. And he's like, if you ever want to just fully insult a man, here's some things to say. Oh, I don't even know where to start on these. Okay. Are we ready? Yeah. yeah. Wait, let's all take a sip. Okay. You got to charge up the drink first. Though. Mm -hmm. It's the gay swirl. Mine's pretty swirly already. Liquidy. I know, but you I think still got to charge it up. Yeah. Ooh. But it's okay. low. Are we ready for the first one? Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm a little nervous. You look like you read with your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. Listen, this. listen. <laughs> yes, like that, like that. Uh, as somebody who struggles to find a spot on a page, <laughs> I still count with my fingers. <laughs> I mean, I do. <laughs> but it's just like if yeah. you're in the moment with someone, it's, it's like, like it's a really like good read with your fingers. It's yes. kind of like you were saying, like seeing words and hearing <laughs> taste or something yes. like that. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna steal it from a movie. <laughs> Sorry, it's not I even, like how we all make ourselves laugh harder than even, anybody. I think I'm hilarious. <laughs> it's not even funny. It's not even Spit funny. It Spit it out. I'm. You must have been the smartest in your class. <laughs> What is that from? I know that from phrase. a seminal classic, Tu Wong Fu, Thanks for yeah, Everything, Julie okay. Newmar. <laughs> Spoken by the amazing Nugzima Jackson. Wesley Snipes. Uh -huh. yeah. Nugzy McJackson? Nugzima. Nugzima. Oh, Nugzima. Like, wait, you remember Nugzima, right? Nugzima yeah. Jackson. The, hair, the, the skincare? Yeah, Nugzima yeah. Jackson, Jesse's daughter. Have you never seen Tu Wong Fu? No. <gasps> Oh. Are we having a night? It is Patrick a gay classic. Swayze, Wesley Snipes, John, John Leguizamo, Leguizamo playing what? drag queens on a road trip across the country and getting broken down in a small town. I need to see Patrick Swayze in drag. In a small in a town? stunning drag. Oh, I can only yeah. imagine. In a small town inhabited by um, um, Stalker Channing and Blind Danner. Yes. <laughs> Stalker Channing. I love Stalker Channing, but I also oh love God, Practical I love Magic. That. So I love it. Okay, hit okay. us with another insult. Are we ready? Tell me. Okay. This is, and he typically like, he'll give you like an example of when to use these, but I'm just not clever enough to write those down. I just like the insult. Mm -hmm. um, so basically, I guess if for some reason you're ever like running, jogging, doing whatever, is you insult them and you say, you don't run, you scuttle. <laughs> Why do I imagine all these days on the Katy Trail? Just scuttling along. Oh, I can picture so many things. On the Trinity Trail. Yeah. Have you ever seen all the old men out there? It does give me like... Scuttles. It does give me like... Scuttle vibes. Yeah. 
scuttling along, scuttling along. There's no running occurring. It's scuttles. No, it's a scuttle. <laughs> also from Tu Wong Fu. Thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Did you watch that recently? <laughs> It's just, just always at the front of your mind. <laughs> Look at her like she's running for the border. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> All right, let me... Okay, this, oh, this is a fun game. Let me see if I can relate oh. a Tu Wong Fu. As long as you bring it back to the little, right, right, little right, right. boy in drag crying. <laughs> little Latin boy in drag, why are you crying? <laughs> okay, just, I have to watch this just now. because you're so pretty. <laughs> you're so pretty. And, and oh, is that all? <laughs> this is the, that's my bad Wesley Snipes. We have to watch this movie. No, we have to. Oh, let me let me see if I can pull okay. the two Wong Fu quote for everyone. Okay, no, <laughs> we use this now. My friends and I have decided we use this more as like a positive term. Okay, but because men like to make fun of women for so many things, um, we now call shorter men short kings. Yeah, yes. So we I'm, call them. I'm yeah. I'm, so we use that more of a positive term I'm now. Frequently yeah. referred to as a short king. Yes. So I was like, I do like that one. Mm-hmm. Do we have anything for that? Because An the next sold for a short king. I mean, I guess maybe if he was like a dick. I mean, a yeah, di- a dick's a dick. Mm, yeah, that's if true. you're being a dick, if you're being a dick. You're being a dick. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't know if this next one. Yeah, you mean you it can kind of goes you along also, with it. You can also just be like, look, dude, you are too short for this ride. <laughs> Get I mean, that the, is a good one. Get yeah. to the back of the line. That is Actually, a good one. you can't get in the line. You can't ride this ride. Okay, I'm kind of scared out. to say this one because I don't know if it's like technically appropriate anymore. Oh, what mm. is that? Um, but also just another way to refer to short men is as a munchkin. Oh, yeah, no. I don't know if that's yeah, no. appropriate. But also, the only aren't those I... little like donut holes somewhere? No, the only way that is appropriate is in the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Munchkin oh, land. they were munchkin. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking to the Wiz- Wizard of Oz fiend over here. Yeah. Wait, but so the but the Oompa Loompas, right? Different, lit- different, different thing. species. Yeah. Oh wait, I'm th- thinking of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, right. that's Oompa Loompa. Just kidding. Sorry. Wizard of Oz was munchkins. Yeah, munchkins. Okay, that's what it was. I was like, wait a second. I thought right. they were called Oompa Loompas. <laughs> Yeah. No. Sorry, I have my classics. Two mixed up. different trippy Technicolor. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, Films. it's like it's not like you can say, "Look, just go back to the lollipop guild." Okay. <laughs> yes. I mean, Let's. it's not. It's just not a thing anymore. Okay. Next insult. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like this one. I could never picture you camping. <laughs> that would go over well in the gay community. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of gays don't do the outdoors. I mean, I don't like to do the outdoors. Mostly I love glamping. the outdoors. So my, I like glamping. My my uh, my dating profile used to say hiking is not a thing. Yeah, Roger <laughs> is not an outdoors person. I feel you on that because ev- I I swear every yeah. every profile every gay boy had like you know love hiking and like, we love hiking, especially the West Hollywood Wait, gays. I have a question. The so, West Hollywood gays love going to I love the hiking. Wait, did you ever have like, cause obviously in like straight world of, uh, online dating apps, every guy had a picture of him holding a fish. What would be the equivalent oh, of that? The bear face. Oh, the bear face. What's bear face? Oh, Roger can give you a very good bear face. <laughs> I saw this TikTok yesterday and it said, smile. Now, uh, smile, suck your lips in, <laughs> uh, squint, right, and let, now shift your bare wait, face no, to the side. I don't want to Let's be... take a selfie. That's the bare face. That's the bare face. 
But why? Because I don't know. Roger, do you want to give analysis from this since yeah, you're someone who does it? <laughs> Wait, is this something you do? I will yes. say, Are we throwing shade on I will you? Say, I used, and then I got called out on it by my friends. And then but he still oh. does it. It's endearing. And We've then, accepted and then it. I'm kind of just like, okay, but like it's a cute smile. Um I don't I it's not a smile though. I, I feel don't like. like I didn't like showing my teeth. I don't like the why way I look when teeth? I smile. Um I don't know. I don't know. Why do I have body dysmorphia? I, I don't know. <laughs> Um, Relatable. <laughs> cheers. 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 I think it um I think it it's it's much like kind of like the quirky girl. Like I'm sure there are poses that are like a quirky girl. Like it's like, oh, I'm an awkward. Oh, wait a second. Back back in the library days, which I yeah. got roasted on so many times <laughs> for admitting that I went there. <laughs> Last week. <laughs> not last week. But so basically, like this is back in the days when we all actually had cameras we would take out with us. Hell yeah, mm-hmm. bitch. Yeah. But it was also whenever like you intentionally made ugly faces in your photos. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so you would like I have the amount of photos I ha- I'll show y'all after this. I have most of them hidden on Facebook. But the amount of hideous photos I have of myself, like looking like a cyclops or something, or like I have like a literal beer label How stuck to my forehead. How many photos do you have with the sorority squad? Probably none because I wasn't in a sorority. Uh, mm. I mean, that does never stopped women no. before. I mean, maybe now Sometimes I'll do that. Sometimes I love but... it when there's nobody behind them and I'm like, why are y'all squatting? <laughs> like, are you, are you trying to get in somewhere? There's no one behind you. You're not. You fit. It's fine. Everything's fine. Um, okay, so we like that. The, the bear I can never fa- picture you camping. Yes. The bear face is acceptable as long as you smile sometimes. Right. When you have nine pictures on your profile and every mm, single one of them is not, the exact no teeth. same yeah. face with okay. no teeth. This is instru- what can we have a term for this? Can we create one or is there know. one? For like over here and lack of taste. No, I was like, gonna, I'm like, no, no, no. I was gonna say like these photos out, and I'm like, you think this looks good? No, like, and I agree. But I'm saying like over in straight land, that's the same. It's yeah. like men do the exact same They're thing. Like, as, let me put sunglasses have, on under my fluorescent light yes. with my linoleum floor <laughs> from an 182 degree angle. <laughs> but then it's like there's six photos, and I was like, and not a single one you wanted to show your teeth. Or do, take your sunglasses off. Do you have teeth? <laughs> do you have a glass eyeball? I don't know. <laughs> Nobody knows. Not our problem. Just can we show some variation? Well, because but here's again, the thing. Attention to detail. We keep coming back to that. Yes. We miss the attention to but detail. But here's the thing is because men will rip females, uh, like at least females, I know, oh, yeah. and be like, oh, well, can you show more full body photos? And it's just like, can you show your teeth? Can you right. show me a pay stub? Oh, the yeah. amount of like, guys on Grinder who are ugh. like, hey, what can I get a photo? Can I get your yeah. whatever? Meanwhile, their profile has uh no nothing, nothing, nothing. on it. No photos, no bio, it's like, no, you no can't. stats. And you're just like, oh, um, if you could give, I don't know, something. Something, then maybe yeah. I could entertain yeah. responding to you. But I'm no. like, don't go demanding anything. Right. No. I completely agree. Um, so one of the next ones is anytime a man has a violent outburst, you call it a hissy fit. Well, yeah, I mean, so, I, mean I mean, we're just gay. Like, we oh, already, are you having a yeah. hissy fit? Yeah, a little hissy. A little little hiss- a little hissy. Oh, are we going to call it a little hissy? A little I like hissy. that better. Do you yeah. want me to call your mom? <laughs> <laughs> Do you need a ride? <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, no. So this actually works because like, so I said I went on the date on Monday. Mm-hmm. 
and we went to the Rangers game, which, which is- also. A- applause to you for committing to that. I don't know. I would never commit to a first date that lasts the length of a baseball game. I mean, it could be two. It could be nine hours long. You don't know how long that day yeah. is going to be. It, it it was pretty long because obviously like he was nice and he was like, well, let me pick you up before so you don't pay for parking. Cute. So we like met at a little bar so I could just park. <laughs> a little bar was Ojos Locos. In <laughs> just Arlington. a little bar. Um, just just because it was close to the like stadium and I was like, okay, I'll leave my car here. And so I just rode with him. Um, but we got there and men in sports in general are obnoxious because men like to trash talk women for so many things and be like, yeah. And, or like, you know, liking makeup, they're just like, oh, that's so stupid. Like what? And it's just like, you literally yell at a TV and will break your TV if mm-hmm. your team doesn't win. You will punch a wall. Mm-hmm. None of these people know you even fucking exist. No, no. Not a single one. And yet you will let it get your heart rate. Yes. You will have a coronary over, over a, it. a play and so or it like, a call from a, yes. from a ref. I think it's... Uh, I think oh. it's... Oh, I'm the worst. Would you like to answer that, Tyler? No. Who is it? Who is it? You have to tell us now. Well, you tell her. You're busy. The look that Paul is giving you right now. (laughs) Ooh. Ooh. I'm busy. Ooh. I gotta go. Ooh. Oh, my God. And you got (gasps) yourself. Tyler. Just invite her on. Tyler. (laughs) Pull up the fourth mic. Tyler, if, if that had gone off inside a theater, I know. Oh, I know. Listen, to be fair, not, this is a group. Listen, keeping me in check is a group effort. Okay. And not neither one of you said silence your phones before we started. Um, I did in the last episode. When? At the very beginning. Play it back. You're slamming on the ta- <laughs> You are slamming on the table. Paul You're is right. looking I'm at sorry. you even more. I'm sorry, Paul. You, you know what? You cannot. Put Tyler and Mambo taxis. No, no, no. I'm already loud and everything has an excuse now. It's the Mambo taxis. I'm sorry. It's fine. Everything's fine. But no. So (laughs) to be honest, this is really what happens between the two of us when we do have alcohol. (laughs) I'm not mad at it, honestly. It's just I'm used to I'm used to drinking in my own garden. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. And and both of you are. Not everyone has a garden they can drink in, though. True. You're right. That's true. That's true. That's true. But anyways, I've so drunk, I've drunk many a frozen alcoholic drink in Tyler's backyard. I in mean, Tyler's I, garden. Well, can we? Well, I'm trying not to get off topic, okay, but because right. I do want to talk about your neighbor that has delicious cocktails. The, the cool cup lady. Yes, yeah. Because yeah. she's awesome. She's a secret of Fort But um, no, like men just like to have these like hissy fits. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I think that that's good because the guy that I was on the date with, he was like, he was an ass. It was. Astros versus Rangers and he was an Astros fan and first of all I made fun of him because he was an Astros fan because they were cheaters and they got caught he was like well everyone cheats he was like they just were stupid and got caught I said and you still choose to support them so you not only are picking to support the cheaters but the bad cheaters at that and he was just like stunned like the man was too stunned to speak Mm-hmm. And well, so you're, I was you're like, trying to well, make sense out of nonsense. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I was like, I'm gonna stick with my Texas Rangers. They're my like local mm-hmm. home team, and I've always supported them, regardless of how bad they've sucked at times, mm-hmm. because th- that's just it. But also, they're not like known cheaters, and the excuse that like everybody cheats was a huge turnoff, too. Yeah, I was like, I can, mm. they gave you the ick. 
The ick. The ick. It's back. And I was just like, no, not not it. I was like, I'm not in to a guy that's just like supporting a team that openly cheats. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I, he sat there and he was like getting pissed about plays and stuff. And I said, I have a question. (laughs) I said, this you is know. when the t- date took a turn when Robin was like, you know what? I am going to ask these questions. Well, just, I'm not going to hold these back. Obviously, it's a first date. I'm just Wait, like, but, but Was this the point when you were like, there's not going to be a second date? I have I, a question. My thing is, I was just like, I asked him, I said, what in your life changes if your team loses? And I said, did you bet your life savings on this game? He goes, no. And I was like, so what in your life changes? He goes, nothing. I was like, exactly. It's the, uh, I'm fascinated, but not fascinated enough to, to like delve on it too much. But the, the, uh, how sports has such a hold on this country. The strongest hold. The strongest hold and how people base their personality off of the team. You're so correct because they're just like, no, I'm a Cowboys fan. Can I or give like, a, can, no, can I I'm a, a hot take Saints on this? Fan. Yeah, go for, go for it. I think the reason that there's such a grip on it is because it is an acceptable outlet for men to show emotion. But like not even positive emotion. It doesn't matter. They haven't been taught to show any other emotion. I mean, I like how you're getting deep on this and you're proving a very good point, but I'm still <laughs> irritated by it. We can still be irritated oh by it. God. Yeah, I'm still very irritated by it, but you are, I feel like, 100% correct. I get it. I, I will say that I get thrown off by gays who like sports. Okay. I like, uh, I mean, I kind of like sports. I like playing sports. I mean, what I like sports? looking at men who play sports, I, but same. I don't Base, like baseball sports. Baseball beats for life. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I, I like watching baseball. I love baseball. It's mainly for, baseball mainly for the white pants. Absolutely. It's the pants. Yeah. yeah. You, you can't even like disagree. Football, like I'll watch football if one of the teams wearing white pants. Nope. Mm. I, I'm I telling do. you, cause then you can see that the, the outline of the pads. If I do watch, if I do watch sports, <laughs> if I do watch sports, I okay. like watching I feel baseball. Like ba- I feel like baseball, baseball pants and, are way better than football. Take my mambo taxi away, please. Baseball and soccer. Yeah. Okay, soccer. soccer. But here's my thing is like I feel like soccer and basketball have like the most dramatic look and we're now yes. a sports podcast. Um, <laughs> they really are the only ones that podcast. are I got my haircut today. They're the most so she had her baseball I her love basketball Zach. on. Basketball. Yeah. Zach watches like, basketball. I feel like basketball and soccer, like anytime someone is injured, it's like the most dramatic because they're doing it just to like cause a scene. Mm-hmm. And I just don't like that about either of those Meanwhile, sports. Meanwhile, you watch women's basketball or women's soccer, and that's a whole phenomenon that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. These Amazing, women are just right? getting after it, after each other, Amazing. and bouncing right back up and giving then, it back. So I went to... No drama involved. I went to a comedy show. Mm-hmm. I'm air quoting this, by the way. Um, because it was some, like I guess, random local people. And then there was a random podcast that I just learned about. That's Cute. in Fort Worth. Cute. I've never heard of them before in my life. <laughs> but was that shady? Um, that wasn't shady. I was just responding. So, but the podcast that was on started talking about men's basketball versus women's basketball. And they're like, well, we all know like 
real basketball is men's basketball. Whoa. Excuse me? And I sat there and I literally, it was the only time, like I'm typically, I'm never a heckler, but I just go, next. <laughs> yes. And I was like, next. absolutely. I was like, go on. I was like, I'm not going to even listen to this. So I think everyone should watch it was a uh, it's called Queen of Basketball. It is one was nominated for an Oscar this year for a, a, a documentary short. And it is about uh, this woman whose name I am escaping. Uh, her name is escaping me. But she was in the late 70s as women's basketball was coming, coming, uh, gaining prominence. And she was coming out of the college basketball yeah. Um, thing. And she was actually drafted for an actual men's basketball team. And I'm forgetting which team, but it's a it's it's on YouTube. It's probably about 25, 30 minutes. Ooh. And it's really great. But she talks about how people consider her the greatest, one of the greatest basketball players, but that her name has been lost to history because she is a woman and not. I believe it. All you have to do is watch women's basketball or women's soccer. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the way those women are getting after it yeah. and driven and after their sport, like you can't well, say that one is. Yeah. And, and then and the, and ne- the next and, was the right. Yeah. And the entire <laughs> thing like, with no. the women's U.S. team literally being like. Uh, we need to get paid more because we have won exactly two yes. two World Cups. Yeah. Meanwhile, they're getting Meanwhile, paid the, peanuts compared to the men, and the men what can't even make the, the men can't even make it. No. To you know, even the finals. Meanwhile, they're getting millions whether they right. win or lose. Right. I right. mean, <clears throat> y'all don't have to tell me twice. I know. I know. Yeah, but um, I guess this is we'll, we'll circle back to how we were talking about butts. Oh, I love talking about butts. <laughs> um. But one white of pants. I mean, I do love me. You know how I said I hate white accessories. We were talking in a sports field, <laughs> but yeah, in a, but like in a sports, sports field, like white pants, sports attire, yes, white, white pants. Right. Exactly. And that's right. the thing is, like with sports, a lot of these men, which a lot of men in the in the wild, don't have training, butts. home training, no, butts. Well, that too. Butts. But like, <laughs> just because I feel like leg day is skipped quite often for quite a few minutes because we definitely and this is where this next term comes from (laughs) and it's probably one of my favorites is you're going to insult a man by calling him frog butt I've never heard that before. Oh, but it paints a visual. <laughs> it paints a picture. Oh, a picture perfect. that I, we have picture, all seen. Frog, wait, because frogs are like because like frogs are round, picture and frog heavy up top, standing, but very picture a standing frog. Yeah, and how they have like the teeny tiny little legs, the little sloped butt, and then the big I'm, like I, rib cage and. Do you remember? Do you shoulders? remember when the CW was the WB? Yeah. Yes. The frog, the the frog yeah. mascot. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. No, so that's like one of my favorite. Oh wait, hold on. It's actually the, oh oh the... oh oh oh. That's not. I looked up frog butt trying to find a like visual, and I went to images, and it's that sounds like not... a mistake. <laughs> not it. Um, it looks like the guys who go and like they're walking uphill on the treadmill. And they have their like hands at the top of the treadmill and they're just like leaning back, like mm-hmm. letting their feet do the work. And I'm like, the only thing working are your quads and your shins. We're going to do standing like, frog. Lean of frog into butt. that. Lean into that mm-hmm. walk. Lean mm-hmm. into that climb. Look at it, though. 
You I don't want to look You've it up. seen that man before. Absolutely. I yeah. have. Yeah. Absolutely. But here's the thing, too. I mean, when everybody ages, I mean, isn't, I mean, oh. I must be a scientist for a second. Some people like hold fat, but also some people like you're, you lose like the plumpness of you. Right. Like you get leaner and thinner. So like men who already don't have a lot of thickness in the booty area to begin mm-hmm. with, mm-hmm. the old man slim will hit you and right. it's gone. Right. But also I have never, I've, I, I don't skip like day. I don't like, it's not God a thing. God bless you for that. But like. It never ends up in my butt. It ends up in these huge ass thighs. We like thigh meat too. <laughs> yeah. We do like thigh meat. That's true. But no, I thought frog butt is like, I could just picture at least myself in an argument oh, with someone being that like, is a shady just comment. like, just casual as fuck, be like, okay, frog butt. <laughs> Like I just they uh, they would have to do something really shitty for me to it, just be like okay I also, you I know what just like just because you know how like men especially also always want you to like argue back with them and just be like okay frog butt I also don't think that <laughs> well I mean I'm not a straight guy so um but I don't you think, aren't no I don't surprise told me I just don't know I, do straight guys care that much about what their butt looks like I wish they did they only. <laughs> Truly, I, I mean, they only do if I, I mean, feel like they know why gay boys do. Gay boys but do. That's the thing I, is, but like I, you know, you've seen a bad guy's butt. Yes. But there's even straight. like they're they're like not no like a lot of guys. It's just like what's there's not even meat to it. I yeah, somebody. A lot of it's the extremes. There's no black and white. So some men see like, oh, you should go for a V shape. And so they're like, I'm gonna go for a V shape. Wait, I'm gonna what's a bit, V shape? A V shape is like broad shoulders, thin waist. Oh, you know, but so no they, ass. Well, no. I mean, like if you think about it, like it's got to be a little bit better than that. But they go yeah. to the full extreme. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, I'm gonna build all my upper body muscles. That's it, and skip leg day. Da, 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 da. Meanwhile, women like ass. Yes. Women like their men to be fully filled well, out and, and shapely. This is the thing that you said is like the majority of women like it sucks because. You can sit down next to a guy and your thighs are going to be bigger than his. Yeah, because you they, juicy. Because you juicy. Well, that, but then all, just like, obviously like genetics, life, whatever else. Yeah. But then mm-hmm. also like women work their ass and legs. Yeah. And so it's like, regardless of anything, it's like, can you just get on like semi my level kind of? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. You should work out your full body. Work don't skip leg day. Don't skip don't, leg day. Please no. don't skip leg no. day. Do us all a this favor. A Do everyone a favor. Don't skip leg this day. This is a yeah. PSA for every gym in Texas. Yes. Please don't skip leg day. Mm-hmm. I saw this postcard once and I never identified more, but it was like, um, I don't care your age, race, sex, or nationality. I will look at your ass. That's true. That's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Okay, I've got two more and then we need to go into Abercrombie. So um, this is a good one because this exists now Okay. for um, people without it. Is this more amphibian humor? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like that that's now a term. <laughs> <laughs> I love your hair. Is it What's real? What's happening right now? Oh, are you talking to me? No. <laughs> oh, no, that was the insult? <laughs> I... Hate you. <laughs> that one I love. I bite your no. That one I love. But that's a good one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it is. I love your hair. Do you color it? <laughs> Someone with just like purple hair. Because for some for some guys, that's a thing. 
And here's the thing is when guys go gray, when there's a little silver, I mean, like we're talking to, we're talking with pepper. a salt and pepper gray daddy in our, in, oh. in our room right now. I That's love we're salt and about pepper. Um, yes. Yeah. Even, even like I, I have a friend 10, he is the most baby faced man ever, but he has salt and pepper hair. I don't care. I love and it. It is so cute on him. Yeah. It I've is so cute. I've never seen a guy that's salt and pepper that I haven't been like, yes. No. I, I, there was one time where I was like, you know what? I'm very proud. I don't like color my hair. Yeah. And my friend Jay yelled at me. What do you mean? You, you color your hair all the time. You add more gray. And I'm like, oh uh, <laughs> yeah. Do you really? Add there gray? are times that I do. Oh. Yeah. But I mean, there's, I have, okay. like a, I have a paste when, Oh yeah yeah, 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 I get it. Yeah, mm. usually it's when I'm like wanting to like no, yeah, yeah. no. Yeah. But this one's all natural. Okay, are we ready for the last one? Let's do it. And yeah. then we're gonna go into Abercrombie for a smidge. Yeah. Okay. Um, the last one is especially like I can picture if you're like at a club, since we have so many clubs in Fort Worth. Um, mm-hmm. so many places to dance. But just be like, you dance like Ellen. <gasps> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's a visual. That would hurt. That's that a would visual. hurt. So that's a visual. Um, ladies and gentlemen, if you would like to use any of these insults, please just give credit where credit's due. Credit where is credit. Yeah. <laughs> please tag yeah. me and let me know how it went. Yeah. Yeah. Because I would Did you get the jaw drop? Did know. you get the full stop? Or was there just full ignition? Ladies and gentle thems. Mm-hmm. That's right. Gentle thems. Gentle thems. I've got to get better about that. Ladies, ladies. Ladies and gentle, they gays oh. and days, gays and days, ladies and gentle thems. This is a lot to remember after Mambo Taxis. Yeah, it's just being fun with the. It's just being fun. Here's with the language. thing: we're always on this journey of learning. Yeah. We're going to learn yeah. it again and again and again and again. And that's the thing is, this is why I had a lot of people reach out after the last episode, and they were just like, "Thank you for trying to teach people something." Yeah, but I think- and I was like, "No, I was like, this is it," is because I. A lot of people don't know where to go or are scared to like no, search just, stuff. So also, that here we are. Not, it's not that deep. It it's isn't. not. It's not that so deep. People Please. are scared of everything now. Exactly. Exactly. And so I, that's why I, I, I appreciate y'all being here and doing this because y'all are a voice that I feel like is very like easy to get along with and very approachable. Right. Yeah. I, I, I have, um, I've had at least one or two people say, Oh, since you moved back to Texas, you, you'd really do like using y'all a lot. And it's because I have even more so now replaced y'all. Yeah. Instead where I would just naturally say, Oh, you guys, Oh, you know, mm-hmm. I just say y'all now. Yeah. And it is because Less Goonies more Texas. Right. It, and, and it's and it, <laughs> like, it's because I've, I just kind of take it into consideration now. You know, I think we have to get Tyler a different mic. I'm sorry. I just, I'm not, he's just all over it. I'm yeah. fidgety. Um, I'm, I got hella ADD. <laughs> <laughs> the struggle is real. Anyways. Okay. Let's dive into the Abercrombie doc real fast. Okay. Yes. All right. Because I wanted y'all to watch it because of basically the CEO. Yeah. And how oh, corrupt and yeah. strange and fucked up he was. Yeah. So, I mean, there were so I many. I forget his name already. Mike but Jeffries. Mike Jeffries. Yeah. So what were y'all's initial thoughts? Well, the first thought was just the immediate onslaught of all the flashbacks that me, yes. and, Roger, me and Roger watched it together. Mm-hmm. Um all the flashbacks of like, do you remember like being a kid and like walking we in both there at yes. different Same. times in our life at di- during different years, 
the had Aber- reference to the exact same Abercrombie at the Park Small, yeah. in, Arlington. Park Small in Arlington. Oh, see, mine was at uh, Hewlin. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. it was on the bottom level right by the escalators. Right. And it was on the right-hand side yeah. if ours you were was, coming from Dillard's. Ours was on the second floor. Second floor, main corridor, yeah. right off the food court, right. main center stage. But like, yeah. they did a small. really good job describing it as how it was just like there was just like a wafting smell. Mm-hmm. You couldn't <laughs> see inside. And there's just like a erotic photo so drawing my, you my in. Specific- I remember that brown, that brown yes. kind of blinder, yeah. like blinds on the. Yes. Yeah. My specific association with that smell was um, I came out in high school and it was because I had two good friends who came out before me the year before. And so because of them, I felt comfortable to do mm-hmm. it. One of them, though, worked at Abercrombie. Okay. And loved him some fierce. Um, so mm. in high school, he drove. Wait, does that still exist? Absolutely, it does. <gasps> oh my, I would actually like to smell that right now. Uh, yeah, it's oh, lovely. Oh. Um, but he drove a Miata, mm. and his Miata just, you couldn't Freaked sit in that Miata it. without getting out Cracking of it and just a window. smelling like fierce. And I'm sure his backup cologne was CK1. Probably. Mm. Was, I love CK1. I was yeah. a Clinique Happy guy. I do love oh, Clinique yeah. Happy. Yeah. 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 Um, there, it, it's so funny because like watching it in those flashbacks, um, Abercrombie wasn't a thing for me until I moved to my family, moved to Arlington. Mm-hmm. Uh, it hadn't hit Marshall. Um, and if it did, I wasn't very kind of cognizant of it. But Marshall, I just remember, and they talk about this particular thing also in the documentary, but they talk about how the brands that kind of preceded um, Abercrombie in, 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 a time, in, a, in a craze were like Tommy Hilfiger yes. and Ralph Lauren. And, and like Nautica. Calvin Klein. Yes. yes. So I remember just that kind of social um, status of, of having a Tommy Hilfiger. Oh, yeah. A shirt of, of wearing Doc Martin boots. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I wanted Doc Martin so bad. for a pair of the Doc Martin sandals. Doc Martin so bad. I yeah. begged for some and I finally got I them. I remember those sandals. Like uh, it took like two years for me to get a pair. So I was like way behind everyone. Oh, same. But My- like the same thing is whenever, you know, they mention on the like documentary about how all those brands were known as like being high, like high end, expensive, like whatever. That's like what you want to be. And they like aspirational. Ended up, yes. That's the, yes. They all it. said the word aspirational. I hated it. And they were just like, that's what Abercrombie became. And I was like, I remember seeing like kids all wearing Abercrombie and me being like, I'm never going to be able to do that until I literally got two jobs. And then I remember going to the mall and buying my first pair of Abercrombie jeans mm. and straight up. I bought one pair and that is literally to this day. Well, no, not to this day, but like all through high school and college, that was the one and only thing I bought from Abercrombie mm-hmm. was one I pair of jeans. I had one piece too. I had one piece I too. Didn't, I, I didn't have it. And I recognized early on that I can look at Abercrombie and was like, that's not for me. They're not marketing to me. I was also. So you knew that though. Oh yeah. I was also five, six, probably like 90 pounds. I was like, that's not the clothes for me. You know, I it just it that. What it, about Express? Did you feel marketed by Express? Or what about like Hollister? No, no. I feel like Hollister, Hollister came was, afterwards, but, that was but more it was like the same vein. Surfer vibes, right? Yeah. Right, but also like I can look at those advertisements, and they were advertising for a, and and, and it's so funny recognizing that the people behind those advertisements were two gay men. 
but they okay. were they were advertising yes. a sort of masculinity that I did not identify with, mm-hmm. and also a uh, uh, it was a white fantasy. I I grew up, you know, I grew up as a middle class Latino uh, family, but like it it was all something that I I could see, and I was like, that is not for me. Even though I just spent my junior high and my first two years of high school in East Texas obsessing over having a Massimo t-shirt, a Tommy yes. Hilfiger polo, a Ralph Lauren polo, Doc Martens. And I could, l- at this point, I moved to Arlington. I knew that I was gay and exploring that and recognized that's not for me. That is not aimed towards me. Okay. But I sure as hell would like to fuck one of those models. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but no. I sure as hell would this love This was to, my you thing know. is this is why this is the point wherever I was watching it that I like wrote y'all and I was like you need to watch this because like you said is basically this is a company that's being run by a gay couple in a sense that is refusing to market to that crowd. Oh yeah. Because they were very just like they basically said if you are not white, straight and super attractive and like ripped in the American dream air quotes extremely, then this isn't for you. Right. And so that's what I found so fascinating because I was like, this just goes back and kind of proves how with like marketing and like even a business, people are hiding who they truly are because they'd rather make a buck. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's just like mind blowing because it went into so much of it. Yeah, They are like, they aren't saying it out loud. And I think that's where the documentary got so mm-hmm. specific is they're like, Oh, they said the quiet part out loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like they were like, Oh, we are exclusionary. Mm-hmm. We are. But here's the thing elitist. is like, why? Because here's the thing is like, if that was truly who he was, then why not just like embrace it? Because would, it was truly putting I like think a buck over might, anything. I think, I, but I think he was also, cause that one, uh, I think it was, I don't know. One of the other, uh, interviewer interviewees, talked about how like, hey, 60% of your market is not white and not in this shape. Mm -hmm. Like, why aren't you targeting them? And so I'm like, these men had to be blinded by their own, what, masculinity and racism? And selling their fantasy. True. But but here's They were selling their fantasy. And also, you're talking about late 90s, early 2000s. We were not talking about things then the way mm-hmm. we talk about things now. That's true. I don't think as a society that we had. But isn't it tools. weird because like they literally all the people that like worked for them came out and said like we all knew this was going on. Like they knew that it was basically two gay men mm-hmm. like kind of running things and they were just like that that didn't matter. I, just, I mean, to, was money being made and were people being exactly. paid? Well, it's what, it's what they like, were saying. It's, it's, it's so when crazy. They said, it is when it's the entire thing. When when the um, when they put out the the two Wong's T-shirt. Yes. And, and their. So that it, their what, cover it, it was, was two like, Wong's don't make, make a, it a, white. white mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And their cover was like, well, we had an Asian person yes, on our on, team that and approved they, it. And they didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of like, well, what exactly is that lone Asian person in a room full of white people going to say? say? Yeah. We when when we watched that moment, it was like one, the, the, the story they were telling where they were like, you know, 
that one person is isolated, that one person, whatever, they're outnumbered, like they're not going to be able to stand that strongly against you. But it also took me back to what we talked to about that early episode where we were talking about you can't even rely necessarily on one person to represent an entire group of no. people. No. You can't just say, not oh, at all. I have an Asian friend who laughed at this joke. I have a gay friend who's okay with this or believes yeah. this. Like, cool. I, the next gay person you meet is another fully formed human being with their own perceptions and experience mm-hmm. that n- is not necessarily the same as that one person. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I don't know. I just thought it was like a fascinating documentary in that sense, because it's just like, ha- and obviously everything came crashing down. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that was my thing is I was like, you had this moneymaker and then you consistently, here's the thing is regardless of anything you didn't continue with trends and like you didn't stay current with stuff. And so because you couldn't do that and you weren't willing to come out and be yourself, your business completely failed. Yeah. Well, also, and, and the world around it was changing. Yes. And that's what I'm saying is like everything was changing, but they chose not to evolve. Mm-hmm. No. And so I think that that's one of the things that I really wanted to like bring forward is like people need to evolve and change and do all this stuff that we've discussed already because that at the end of the day is what's going to drive everything forward. Right. I love, I felt like when they made the transition to talking about how they have embraced diversity now and where they're going now, I'm like, cool, great. That part of the documentary, as far as like a filming perspective goes. And that was also goes, at the very end. Yeah. That part of the documentary felt very clunky. Mm-hmm. It felt like a quick turn from like, here's all of our sordid secrets Here's all the ways that we weren't doing right. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're better now. And yeah. it was so clunky. Like, I was like, okay, cool. Like, who produced? Like, again, I'm going right. into context. Yeah. I'm like, who produced this? Right. Did Abercrombie, is this, did their PR person <laughs> say, you know what, a documentary would help us? The ending, though, was my favorite part. When they did their, oh, we're diverse now. Like, da, 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 da. We're so proud. We've come so far. And then they had that one woman throughout who I loved the way she spoke. She spoke so cleanly and specifically throughout mm-hmm. the whole thing. And at the end, they were like, she's like, so he, great. She's like, yeah, these things that happened, they were great. It made great progress. And the interviewer goes, cool. So is it solved? And she's like, no. <laughs> yeah. No. Like it's not done. It's never done. It's never done. It, never once done. you stop and you're like, cool, we fixed it. We fixed our racism. We fixed our misogyny. We've fixed our, our like body. That's our... the typical PR perspective, though. Yeah. We're fixed it. Move on. No. Yeah. Not yeah, it. no. I love the way they ended it when they're like, is it fixed? No. It's no. not yeah. done. Yeah. yeah. I, I I the takeaway that I got from it is the two people that I wanted to hear from were Mike Jeffries and Bruce Weber. Yeah. Because what I said, they didn't want anything to do with anything. Absolutely. Because then you have accusations of grooming and accusations. What Mm -hmm. I, what I not struggle with, what I find fascinating, what I am like, you have these two gay men who literally put their kind of fantasies their own kind of shame of being gay men out into the world yeah. and created this kind of toxic and said it was marketing okay. campaign mm-hmm. and presented it as something aspirational. 
I hate that word now. <laughs> and um, and but you know it wasn't aspirational I, to like look, be a great person. It was aspirational have, to look like. This. And I have no like I I don't know them personally, so I can't you know say with confidence that you know that they have shame about being homosexuals. But um, I mean of that time like yeah. these are these are men who grew up who who came about in a time period where you know you were still hopping to hide that you were gay like yeah. you know and whatever they were working through they worked it through this company that created a toxic environment a literal monster mm-hmm. literally yeah when you talk about the tent moment in the documentary i'm like Oh, yeah. Okay. And just everybody knowing that this existed mm-hmm. and yeah. that this was part of the process. I'm like, oh, so we're just all condoning this. Yeah. And everybody's just like cool with it. Yeah. No, it's just, it's just wild. And I would encourage everyone to go watch it because it does. I'm not going to, I think a lot of it is stuff all of us already knew, like in a sense of like the culture and stuff like that. Because especially if you grew up with it, you knew mm-hmm. like secretly, like kind of what it I was. Mean, even as a high schooler, you could, you were seeing people wear these clothes and cool. Yeah. Okay. The cool kids were wearing these clothes, but you were seeing the advertisements in the bags and realizing there are no clothes in the advertisements. None. Yeah. Like even as a teenager, you're like, Oh, this company is not marketing clothes. No, mm-hmm. They're pulling us in for sex. sex. Yeah. Like that's what they're marketing. It's almost yeah. like, I know this is off topic kind of in a sense, but like mint dentistry, <laughs> sexy teeth and not a sexy single teeth. advertisement do you see teeth yeah. no yeah there's no teeth because it's about being sexy right. there's no teeth, teeth. When in, the re- in reality using teeth is never sexy no well using teeth is never Wait, sexy. do they do the bare, <laughs> do they do their bare face in their advertisements it's just like someone smiling they're just like oh yeah bare face just kidding <laughs> i learned this already yeah, yeah. yeah so they're very bare face they're just like hmm yeah. so yeah Anyways, I, I appreciate know. y'all's perspectives. Sure. Yeah. I, so then question, do you think I, I think it, again, I'm not a business. I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a retail business mogul. Okay. mogul. I don't know if you didn't know this about me. <laughs> Surprise. Surprise. I'm not a retail mogul. Um, But my question with Roger afterwards was, I was like, cool. So they've done all this. How big is the company of Abercrombie? Like they're doing this huge push campaign to be okay, like, like they're we huge. are really diverse now. All and the da, da, influencers da, da. And I I'm see like, support Abercrombie now. Right. And I'm like, okay, cool. So this is one company out of how many? Like, I'm like, do we have to change it for social standing? I mean, like, how many people does it employ? Does it employ 3,000 or 30? Does it employ 300,000? Like, how many people do they employ? That's true. So much so that we need to support a company based on the people that are still working there i'm like there are other places to work i don't know oh yeah no i you know like i'm like i'm trying to see what the takeaway is is the takeaway no. that i should support abercrombie now because they're trying to do the right thing now because or like i mean i will say that i know just based on like watching influencers and stuff they now have like changed their like clothing lines for females at least obviously i'm not really paying attention to the male aspect of it but like they're trying to be more inclusive, at least with sizing, mm-hmm. which is a big thing a lot of brands are doing now. Um, just because, you know, like the whole thing of what same thing with like fat shaming mm-hmm. and like the culture surrounding that. So a lot of brands now are trying to become more exclusive. 
So I see that like there's these businesses like Abercrombie trying to take or inclusive, like trying to like take these steps Mm -hmm. to, you know, like include everyone. Thank you for that. Um, But it's just one of those things still just like, but still, what do you stand for? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it didn't make me want to go out and support them support no. or buy Abercrombie I mean no. I haven't wanted to buy an Abercrombie I mean, shirt since listen, 2006 the older I get I just find myself wearing superhero t-shirts drag queen t-shirts and cartoon character t-shirts <laughs> I mean I like your shirt today thank you thank yeah. you yeah. old navy hey see it works fast fashion I probably should not be admitting that we'll have to get into that another it? time uh I bought it about less than a year ago oh because I have some fast fashion that I have. As long as you worn don't buy the for years. Fourth of July tees, we're fine. No, no, no. I try to avoid actual the label. <laughs> I was like, that I was, swear to God, that I was, was like, a, I can't. It was a thing in my family for three years. For three years, we did the Fourth of July tees. And I'm then sorry. They fell Are off. you okay about that? Yeah, we're good now. Are you okay? We're good now. Okay, just want to make sure. It. Yeah, I was like, that's one that like any single time that that time of year rolls around, I'm just like, avoid. Mm-hmm. On um. The next time we visit, remind me to tell you about uh, my family, my family's portrait, the only family portrait we have professionally taken um, and how it ties to the patriotism oh. of the 4th of July. Old Navy. Too. Old Navy. <laughs> mm. I can picture the red and blue right now. Apparently they're super size inclusive now. And I'm not just saying like size wise, but like shape wise. Like I remember going there as like a mm-hmm. skinny little teen and nothing really fit me because it was all shaped like a box. Mm-hmm. And so like I like I was the kid, like even in grade school, like my I remember my grandma, they would buy me slim jeans and then have to sew elastic into them so that they wouldn't fall off of me because I was a very skinny person. And then the old Navy was just always so boxy. But I have friends now like who like Gumby. I guess so. Just like a little bit. Did you have frog butt? I I I didn't have a frog butt because I was a sprinter. <laughs> Once I hit puberty, I was a sprinter, and she put a little ass on. So <laughs> little ass. Uh, Abercrombie does also have. I'm sorry, Abercrombie. Oh gosh, uh, Old Navy has a gender free, like oh sizing. nice. Okay, yeah, gender free sizing. And, yeah, yeah. So like stuff that is. Yeah, I, I look at them. Yeah. I know more than a few pe- non-binary people who love shopping there for the gender fluidity of their clothing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which I guess they've just really improved their sizing. I just haven't shopped there in a long time and it used to be super popular. Same. Same, mm-hmm. same, same, same. Uh, that's where I get all like my t-shirts. Hey. Nice. Yeah. I feel you, dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think we wrapped up another fabulous episode. All right. <laughs> Covered a lot of ground. <laughs> Covered a lot of ground. <laughs> we say it was the Mambo Taxis. A lot of I don't ground. know if that we need everyone to write in and let us know if the Mambo taxis were a good idea or a bad yeah. idea. Yeah, before we record again, let's right. we need to we need to we yeah. need to let us know your thoughts. I did not. I did not do what I was going to do. What were you going to do? Corks and Cowtown. I think you, you said think you, you said did say Corks and Cowtown multiple times. Yeah. Is that what you were going to do? What's the name of this podcast? <laughs> Corks and Cowtown. <laughs> it's like at the beginning, at the end. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, everything's <laughs> yeah, we're good. All the cowbells, all the cowbells. It's fine. What's that? Well, never mind. I'm not going to go there. We okay. we have to stop. We, we have, have to stop. stop. <laughs> Anyways, um, appreciate all of you listening once again. Yes. Um, Tyler you. and Roger, thank you so much for being here again. Uh, thank you for having us. Um, and I hope to see some people at the Kenton. <gasps> yeah. Yes. Well, I think whenever this comes out, it'll be 
really post-Kimpton. sorry. Yes, post Kimpton. So, so great seeing out, all man, of you. It was so great. so great seeing everybody at the Kimpton. So great it was y'all. fabulous. And, and that person. I that one that person b- by the bar yeah 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 in that one outfit yeah oh my yeah. god my garden spritz loved was delicious them. <laughs> loved them i did a little garden spritz and belvedere situation <laughs> I, I i will <laughs> i imagine same <laughs> my my belvedere and blueberry Ooh, Ooh. So good. i love blueberry so beverages literally my roommate Num. today i was like went grocery shopping and i was like are these your blueberries in the fridge she's like really from the blueberry boy are those Blue- my blueberries? They are yours. Blueberry boy. <laughs> I eat a lot of blueberries. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That reminds. What's her name? We already said this. Faruka. 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 Saw was. was yeah. She. She wasn't the blueberry. She, she was the golden she the, egg bitch. Who was the blueberry? Veronica. Veronica. No. Veronica. Veruca. No. Veruca was. Um. I want it all. Yeah. She's the. No, she, she falls ended up down. being the. I'm gonna look it Violet. up. Violet. 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 I'm turning Violet. Violet. You're turning That's Violet. Who's <sighs> like Veruca? Why'd they put two V names? We, Anyways, um, we have to get off. Of this here. has been yes. so nice. Yes. I know. Yes. This has been so nice. And I appreciate y'all so much. <laughs> Thank you. Also, the... sorry. That could be a little shady sometimes. That could what? be shady. This has been so nice. <laughs> and yes. Henry knows that for sure. If we've been somewhere where we're both exhausted by the event. Wait, what did we say? Nice, neat, and uh, cute. Cute. And if, if we're somewhere where we've been exhausted by the event, I'll just go to Henry before I leave and I'll be like, this has been so nice. Yeah, but you have to. It's just. <laughs> So nice. This has okay. been so, well, so nice. Guy, this has been nice, neat, and cute. Nice, neat, and cute. <laughs> so. Great. Anyways. That's your title. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all. This is Robin saying cheers. Cheers. cheers.